Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Vista Gold's second quarter 2021 Financial Results and Corporate Update Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question and answer session. At that time, participants are asked to press star 1 to register for a question. For assistance during the call, please press star 0 on your touchstone telephone. As a reminder, this conference is being recorded. Today is Friday, July 30, 2021. It's now my pleasure to introduce Pamela Solly, Vice President of Investor Relations. Please go ahead. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining the Vista Gold Corp. Second Quarter 2021 Financial Results and Corporate Update Conference Call. I'm Pamela Solly, Vice President of Investor Relations. On the call today is Fred Ernest, President and Chief Executive Officer, and Doug Tobler, Chief Financial Officer. During the course of this call, we will be making forward-looking statements. These statements involve known and unknown risks, uncertainties, and other factors that may cause actual results, performance, or achievements of VISTA to be materially different from results, performance, or achievements expressed or implied by such statements. Please refer to our most recently filed Form 10-K for details and risks and other important factors that could cause actual results to differ materially from those in our forward-looking statements. I will now turn the call over to Fred Ernest. Thank you, Pam, and thank you, everyone, for joining us on the call today. During the second quarter, we achieved a number of significant milestones for VISTA and our shareholders. Our most significant achievement by far was the approval of the Mount Todd Mining Management, the approval of the Mount Todd Mining Management Plan, also referred to as the MMP. Vista also received approvals of the Aboriginal Areas Protection Authority Certificate for the exploration licenses and the surface water extraction license for the project shortly after the MMP was approved. We continue to advance our exploration program and have now drilled 16 of the 18 planned holes we also received the final $1 million Guadalupe de los Reyes payment, which completes the sale of the Guadalupe de los Reyes project to Prime Mining Corp. Following the end of the second quarter, we completed a bought deal, public offering, commenced work to complete a definitive feasibility study, and extended our exploration drilling program. In general, our outlook with regards to the COVID pandemic is improving. Our executive team is now working full-time in the corporate office in Denver, and we expect to resume corporate travel within North America in August. We also plan to attend several in-person investor conferences beginning in September. In the Northern Territory of Australia, COVID control measures have been relaxed, but travel by international visitors into Australia remains very difficult. Mount Todd continues to operate under an approved COVID-19 management and mitigation plan that is presently less restrictive than originally required. I'll discuss our second quarter achievements and other key programs in greater detail later in the call, 
but I will now turn the time over to Doug Tober for a review of our financial results for the quarter ended June 30th, 2021. Thanks, Fred. And to those of you on the call today, thank you for your interest. Our financial report for the second quarter was filed on Wednesday. Today, I'll speak to the highlights from this report, but please refer to our Form 10-Q for additional details. You can find a copy of that at sec.gov or cedar.com. Our cash and cash equivalents totaled $6.3 million at June 30, 2021, which compared to $7.8 million at December 31, 2020. Given our level of increased activity for the company during the first half of 2021, we're pleased to have seen a net reduction in cash of only $1.5 million. We benefited from a $2.1 million um, payment received from Prime Mining for the Los Reyes project that Fred mentioned. We also realized just over a million dollars from our ATM program. These cash inflows supported our ongoing exploration drilling program, dewatering of the Batman pit, and a number of other programs. VISTA's results of operations were in line with our expectations. We reported a net loss of $800,000 for the second quarter of 2021, compared to net income of $1.9 million for the second quarter of last year. There were a few key areas that accounted for this variance. First, we recognized the $2.1 million gain this quarter for the Los Reyes project, compared to a $2.6 million gain last year for the Awak Moss project in Indonesia. Exploration and property-related expenses were also higher this quarter compared to the same period of 2020. This quarter, we expensed $2 million, which included $700,000 for drilling, plus other related costs. We were not drilling last year during the second quarter, so exploration and property-related costs we're more in line with our recent historical trend of just about $1 million per quarter. And finally, our gain on other investments was $100,000 this quarter compared to $1.1 million for the second quarter of 2020. Most of this difference reflects a 2020 unrealized gain from the increase in market value of the Midas Gold shares that we held at the time. For the six months ended June 30th, 2021 and 2020, our net losses were $3.9 million and $1.6 million. The variance between these periods reflects the same gains that I discussed previously for Los Reyes and Awak Moss. And the first half of 2021 also included $1.1 million for drilling, which covered the full first half of this year, plus other drilling-related costs, and we pumped 1.7 million, or sorry, 1.7 gigaliters of water from the Batman pit. Looking forward now, we are progressing several important programs. As Fred mentioned, we've started a definitive feasibility study, which will include additional engineering and design in the process plant, updated cost estimates, and project design to be consistent with the recently approved MMP. We also recently announced plans to add 3,000 meters to the exploration drilling program, follow-ups follow-up of some of the drill targets will also be considered as we progress this program. We estimate feasibility study and additional drilling costs will be approximately $3.5 million and $1.5 million respectively, with both of these programs planned for completion during the first quarter of 2022. To support these programs and provide for other expected requirements, we recently completed a $13.5 million public offering. 
And I'm pleased to indicate that our pro forma cash position, inclusive of the cash we had at quarter end and the estimated net proceeds from our recent financing, is $18.8 million. Our strong balance sheet will enable us to advance key programs that are expected to increase shareholder value over time. I'm also pleased to report that the company still has no debt. That concludes my remarks for today, so I'll turn the call back over to Fred. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. As I mentioned at the start of the call, we achieved a number of significant milestones during the quarter and continued to advance several key programs to increase shareholder value in a cost-effective manner. We're pleased to announce that on June 14th, the mine management plan was approved. This approval is a very significant milestone for our company, and VISTA now holds all major operating and environmental permits required for the development of Mount Todd. Following the approval of the mining management plan, VISTA received approval of the Aboriginal Areas Protection Authority Certificate for the area covered by our exploration licenses, which is required as a legal means to identify and protect sacred sites at Mount Todd. This complements the previously approved Aboriginal Areas Protection Authority Certificate for the area of our mining licenses. A surface water extraction license was also approved, which provides VISTA with the right to store and use 3.4 gigaliters of surface runoff each year to facilitate processing and mining activities associated with Mount Todd. And this is expected to adequately supply all of the project's water requirements as the project is presently designed. I will now discuss a number of programs that we expect will add value to Mount Todd in the near term and support our partnering efforts. First, we are excited about the commencement of a definitive feasibility study for Mount Todd, which is expected to be completed during the first quarter of 2022. This study, which will include more detailed engineering and design in the, in the process plan area, updated equipment quotes and operating cost inputs, and economic analysis at prices more reflective of the current gold price is expected to increase the reserves and mine life of the project. The results of the study, together, together with the results of our ongoing district-scale exploration program, are expected to further demonstrate the significant upside potential of the Mount Todd project and strengthen our position with potential development partners. Another program is our ongoing exploration program at Mount Todd. To date, the program has focused on identifying areas with the greatest potential for future resource growth, a long strike from the Batman deposit, approximately 1.9 kilometers north to the Gulf Tullus, and penguin targets. We have completed 16 of 18 planned holes, or approximately 5,500 of the planned 6,000 meters in the, in the previously approved programs. Each of the holes completed to date has intersected mineralization consistent with our geologic model and demonstrate both horizontal and vertical continuity of the targeted structures. Our recently announced, uh, the recently announced results of hole VB21-011 encountered thickening of the mineralized structures that were targeted. Half of the length of this hole intersected mineralization, with including four significant sections of higher-grade mineralization. Hole VB21-012 is in progress and being co-funded by the Northern Territories Geophysics 
and Drilling Collaborations Program. This program is funded by the Resourcing the Territory Initiative and aims to increase the intensity of exploration drilling and geophysics in underexplored areas of the Northern Territory. VISTA is one of 15 companies receiving an award under the current round of program funding. This hole has been located and oriented to intersect mineralization in the Gulf Tullus target, test other targets further to the west at depth, and continue on at depth to intersect the Yinberry intrusive. This hole is planned for 800 meters, significantly deeper than our normal drilling, and will provide significant information to better help us to help us better understand the source of gold north of the Batman deposit. We are extremely pleased with our drilling results to date and believe that there is opportunity for significant resource growth and an extended mine life at Mount Todd, which we believe is important to potential partners. Given the success of the current drill program, VISTA recently announced additional holes for a third phase of drilling totaling approximately 3,000 meters. During the quarter, we continued to advance our efforts to seek a strategic partner for the development of Mount Todd. While the process has been slowed by COVID-19 uncertainties and international travel restrictions, we are continuing to engage with several companies in technical assessments and early stage partnering discussions. Our technical work programs and the approval of all major permits provide a solid basis to move forward with prospective development partners as we pursue a strategic development transaction that reflects the inherent value of Mount Todd to VISTA shareholders, we continue to focus on our strategy to further improve the economic potential of the project and increase shareholder value in a cost-effective manner. Looking ahead, we're excited about ongoing programs that present significant opportunities to realize shareholder value more in line with the value of Mount Todd. We continue to engage with potential partners and identify strategic opportunities to advance the development of the project. As a result of COVID-19, this process may take longer than anticipated. However, we remain focused on completing the right transaction, one that achieves a structure that provides appropriate opportunity for value creation by recognizing the intrinsic value of Mount Todd and minimizing the potential for future dilution. Our objective is to achieve a valuation for Mount Todd that is reflective of the size of the gold deposit, together with its location in Australia's low-risk Northern Territory, favorable low operating costs, robust project economics, and the fact that we hold approvals for all of the major permits for the development of the project. We believe these factors, coupled with the technically advanced stage of the project and excellent infrastructure, place Mount Todd on a short list of the most attractive development stage gold projects in the world. Our exhaustive technical studies provide a solid basis for engagement with prospective development partners and current market conditions demonstrate the robust economics of the project. We continue to believe Vista Gold represents an exceptional investment opportunity for the investor looking for value growth potential, low geopolitical risk exposure, and strong leverage to the gold price. At today's gold price and foreign exchange rate, 
the Mount Todd Project economics demonstrate an after-tax NPV with a 5% discount rate of approximately $1.6 billion U.S. and an internal rate of return of greater than 38%. VISTA continues to advance and de-risk Mount Todd and is well-positioned in the current gold environment to consider prospective development partners who we believe will recognize the value of Mount Todd and appropriately reward shareholders. In conclusion, we find ourselves in a strong market, although with somewhat volatile gold prices, and governments around the world are still coping with the economic effects of the COVID pandemic. We believe this bodes well for sustained and modestly improving gold prices in the coming 12 to 24 months. The work we have completed over the last several years, but especially in 2020 and earlier this year in 2021, has positioned the Mount Todd Gold Project as the largest undeveloped gold project in Australia. With 5.85 million ounces of proven and probable reserves, VISTA controls the third largest reserve package in Australia. Mount Mount Todd, is ideally located in the Northern Territory of Australia, an extremely mining-friendly jurisdiction. Mount Todd is favored with paved roads to the site and other existing infrastructure, including power lines, a natural gas pipeline, freshwater storage reservoir and tailings impoundment facility. The project improvements we have achieved along with our estimated mineral reserves and production profile have created the foundation for the leverage to gold price and improved shareholder value. We have earned the trust of the local stakeholders and believe that our social license is firmly in hand. We've worked hard to secure the authorization of all of the major permits. We believe Mount Todd is a superior asset located in a politically stable and mining-friendly jurisdiction and one of the most attractive development stage gold projects, not just in Australia, but in the world. We expect the completion of the feasibility study and our ongoing drilling to further demonstrate the significant upside potential of the project and strengthen our position with potential development partners. I reiterate our commitment to finding a partner to advance the project and at the same time realize value for our shareholders. For a more comprehensive assessment of the value accorded to VISTA and the Mount Todd project, I refer you to our corporate presentation, which can be found on our website at www.vistagold.com. We believe that Vista Gold represents an exceptional investment opportunity for the investors looking for value, growth potential, low geopolitical risk exposure, and strong leverage to the gold price. This concludes our prepared remarks. Ashley, we'll now respond to any questions from participants on the call. As a reminder to ask a question, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. To withdraw your question, press the pound key. Your first question comes from Heiko Ila with HC Wainwright. Your line is open. Hey, guys. This is Marcus Janini calling in for Heiko. Thanks for taking my questions. Good morning, Marcus. Um, Just last week, you announced that you're commencing a feasibility study on Mount Todd. I know we're still a ways away from the anticipated publication in Q1 2022, but just thinking out loud here, can you walk us through anticipated results of this study as much as you feel comfortable sharing? And on that same token, can you elaborate a bit on some of the direct or indirect benefits seen from your continued de-risking efforts to date? 
Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, I may not be able to go into as much detail as some people on the call would like, but um, certainly <clears throat> when we look back at the uh, the, the, the existing uh, preliminary feasibility study, reserves were estimated using a, a, a pit designed at a $1,000 gold price with today's gold price of $1,800 or, or more per ounce, uh, we all recognize that, that that pitch shape is conservative. And so one of the things that will happen is that uh, the, uh, the feasibility study will, uh, will we expect an increase in reserves and, and with that, uh, an extension of the mine life. Additionally, uh, completing a feasibility at this time will allow us to obtain current pricing for all of the uh, equipment items, the structural steel, concrete, as well as the, uh, op the uh, consumables and operating cost factors, giving us the most accurate uh, estimate possible in today's environment, which will be very beneficial as we, uh, as we engage with partners. We are completing... Uh, engineering and uh, in, in the uh, piping, electrical and instrumentation design uh, of the, the process plant. This obviously will provide greater, greater certainty and eliminate, uh, eliminate doubts. With the uh, recent approval of the mine management plan, there will be minor design changes that will incorporate the conditions and requirements of the mine management plan, putting everything tied together. Um, you know, uh, also, uh, I, I think that completing a, a feasibility study at this stage will uh, take away the argument uh, that some may have that uh, uh, those who harbor the belief that there's uh, some intrinsic flaw that has prevented us from advancing the project to a feasibility study, we have always maintained that's not the case, and this will certainly uh, certainly allay those uh, those beliefs. Um, we will, uh, with the completion of this feasibility study, have a uh, a, uh, a feasibility study that's compliant with the new U.S. regulation SK-1300, as well as uh, the existing Canadian regulation uh, 43101. We believe that all of these considerations and, and outcomes uh, directly benefit uh, our efforts to reach an agreement with a potential partner and eliminate uh, uh, the, the, the risks from a partner's point of view. It, uh, completing the study at this point in time, we believe, will add a great deal of comfort and certainty to uh, the discussions that we hope to be having in, in the coming uh, uh, six to 12 months. All right, thanks, that's, uh, that's really helpful. Thanks for the detail. Um, and then my second question was, we sort of hinted at this on the last quarterly call as well, but can you maybe provide some updates on the impact of the continued travel stop to Australia? I'd assume this is getting progressively more difficult to handle, but we keep hearing stories of immigration exceptions. Um, what are you seeing, and how does this impact you guys, given a lack of face-to-face -face interaction with your community stakeholders? So uh, we continue to interact on a regular basis with stakeholders via Zoom. Fortunately, we have an outstanding team in Australia that um, is, is managing these uh, many of these affairs on a, on a, on a personal face-to-face -face basis. As you indicated, international travel restrictions uh, continue to be in place with regards to travel to Australia. Uh, we have recently begun the process of applying for uh, special business visas for a number of uh, team members here in Denver. 
which once granted will allow us to apply for exemptions to the travel restrictions, but there's no guarantees. Uh, all of the, these things are being done to be uh, as prepared as possible once they begin to uh, to um, decrease the, the restrictions uh, with, with regards to travel to Australia. I would say that, uh, you know, that we have been favored with the, with the combination of technology and and the team that we have in Australia that uh, our relations with local people have really not suffered uh, as a result of the pandemic and the travel restrictions. Um, it's it's not as convenient and it's not as uh, efficient uh, uh, meeting uh, as meeting face to face. But uh, the technology, Zoom, uh, you know, our ability to uh, to have uh, conversations by that technology has allowed us to maintain and advance uh, many of our initiatives. Uh, you're aware that, that through through the midst of the uh, the pandemic, we completed negotiations with the Jowan Association, the Aboriginal group that owns the surface land in the project area, to modernize our agreement. And uh, you know, I, I consider that to be a very a very tangible measure of the success that we've achieved in maintaining relationships and fostering our relationships and advancing our objectives even though we've not been able to travel. So we continue to hope that uh, travel restrictions will be lifted. Uh, right now it looks like it's going to be sometime next year, but we're doing all that we can to manage the, all of the, the affairs of our business without being able to travel. Certainly the biggest impact of the travel restrictions is not being able to get people to site for site visits to advance our, our discussions uh, with partners. And that's one that we're just living with. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's good to hear. Um, that's it for me. Thanks for taking my questions, guys. Thanks, Marcus. Your next question comes from Keith Perridge with Vertical Research Advisory. Your line is open. Good morning, Keith. Hey, Fred. That's, hey, Fred. How you doing? Congratulations on the quarter and the um, equity raise and on the uh, successful uh, completion of the MNP. Very, you had a lot going on this quarter. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Um, Marcus asked my question about the feasibility study, but I'll, I'll add to that question. Is, um, what's um, doing this yourself as a as a small cap at this point, a uh, 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 gold miner? How does this impact your negotiating ability and potential leverage with 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 partners? I'm sorry. How does completing the feasibility study ourselves affect that? I, I just want to make sure yeah. I understand the question, Kip. Exactly. How might that affect your ability to, uh, to use a little more leverage in negotiating with potential partners? Yeah, certainly. And Kip, uh, thanks for being on the call this morning. Uh, you've you've followed us for a long time. You know that one of the reasons we manage feasibility studies ourselves uh, or technical studies ourselves is because it gives us the ability to be able to select and work with what we consider to be A-team uh, organizations in each of the different disciplines that uh, that comprise a part of the, uh, the these studies, and so uh, you know by doing that, we're able to we believe generate a, a a high quality product that we understand completely all of the assumptions, the work that's gone into it, and uh, the advantage to us is that. Uh, you know, we uh, because of the long-standing relationship with many of these consultants, as we have conversations and as there are, you know, companies that are undertaking uh, additional technical evaluations and due diligence, 
that we're able to put them directly in contact with, you know, these top-notch individuals that perform the work, and we're able to get answers for uh, for the companies that are asking the questions in a very timely manner. It's uh, it's thorough. Um, certainly, uh, you know, just advancing to the completion of a feasibility study. Um, we recognize that as we get to detailed engineering that a, a potential partner um, may want to make changes and want to undertake additional engineering. Uh, we recognize that that's a, a possibility, but at this point in time, we've reached the point where we believe that completing a feasibility study, having, having a current estimate of all of our capital costs and our operating costs, places us in a very distinct position with regards to discussions with uh, with potential partners. We're not aware of any other project of, of this size of Mount Todd with all of its permits uh, approved. And, and now with that, within the next four or five months, being able to say that we will have completed a feasibility study certainly, certainly places us at the top of a list of projects that we think should be of interest to senior gold producers. And I would, I think from previous talks, you know, the the ballpark uh, had been uh, that you might be able to strike a deal that would still give you 40 to 50 percent uh, stake in, in in the uh, in the Mount Todd at, at the end of the day. I mean, I'm assuming that completing this on your own, which uh, you know, uh, I, I know you, previous to this you were waiting, you know, to, to get a partner to to complete the uh, feasibility study, but again, I'm assuming that you're now looking at keeping a larger percentage of the Mount Todd. Well, certainly that's one of the things that uh, is always on our minds, Kip, and, uh, and, and along with that is, is increasing the value. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about the value that's created for VISTA shareholders. And whether that value is at 50% or whether it's at 35%, the important thing is, is, is the value recognition for the VISTA shareholder immediately and longer term, and, and that's what we're focused on. And uh, the last question, uh, on uh, as you continue to drill uh, your, new, uh, your new holes, at what point will we expect to see your uh, reserve estimates begin to, to be uh, uh, modified based on the new drilling? You know, that's a great question because that's not, that's not the objective of this program. Um, the, the objective of the program is to identify those those areas that have the greatest potential for future resource growth. We're not drilling on the on the kind of spacing that would be required for resource estimation. Rather, this is a district scale exploration program and we're trying to understand the geology and string things together and and like uh, whole, like I mentioned in the in the prepared remarks, you know, hole number 11 We've been following structures and, and bands of structures going north from the Batman deposit, and Hole 11 encountered a, a, a zone where these, these structures are thickening. And this is exactly what we're looking for. That, that thickening of these structures represents an opportunity to add more resources in a, in a more confined area and obviously will be uh, one, of the, one of the focuses of future drilling when we get to resource conversion. But at this point in time, the purpose of the program is to demonstrate the potential for resource growth to potential partners and to demonstrate to them that while we wave our arms and we talk about geology and we point things out to them, 
that we've actually, you know, put some data behind this and can demonstrate through results that the life of the Mount Todd project can very reasonably be expected to be much longer than what it's currently estimated to be. Understood. Last question. I, I believe you're still using a thousand dollars an ounce gold for your for your uh, for your reserve totals. Will you be raising that? And if so, when can we expect to see that? Yeah, so absolutely. That's part of the feasibility study. The uh, the gold price used to estimate uh, the reserves will increase, and uh, we will disclose all of that when we announce results uh, in the first quarter of next year. Great. Thanks, thanks, Brad. Again, congrats on the quarter. Thank you, Kip. Have a wonderful day. Your next question comes from Matt Farwell with Roth Capital. Your line is open. Hey, good morning. morning. Thanks for the yeah. Morning, Fred. Thanks for all the commentary, and I'll, most of my questions have been answered. Um, I, I guess I, I was, I was wondering just to um, further clarify why you're not um, looking to um, to do more infill drilling with with uh, the drilling plan that you have, just to sort of clarify that to the market, and. Um, and also what what drilling is results are really the catalysts that in the near term that we, we can be looking for that um, we can expect to see. Obviously, we'd love to see partnership announcements, but drilling results are really what we're going to see. We know we're going to see. And so you, can you just walk us through what um, – give us a peek at what we might might see in the, in the next second half of the year from that perspective. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those who are familiar with our uh, corporate presentation know that uh, within the mining licenses and projecting, uh, looking northward from uh, and, and to the northeast from the Batman deposit, between the Batman deposit and the Quigley's deposit is approximately 5.4 kilometers. And in that area, there are a number of previously identified gold occurrences our understanding three years ago was that each of those uh, previously identified occurrences were individual, distinct, unrelated uh, mineral, uh, mineralized uh, occurrences. Based on the work that we've done in the last uh, two and a half years, we now believe that this is, uh, this is all connected. And uh, and as such, uh, our, our program, the exploration program that we're undertaking, is meant to tie these things together and help us better understand the district geology. And, and, and as I indicated, in the course of doing this, and we're drilling, we're stepping out anywhere between 100 and 400 meters between sections that we drill, we are looking for those areas that will that offer the greatest potential for future resource expansion. Um, you know, to, to 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 expand resources and ultimately expand reserves and 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 generate that kind of uh, those kind of increases, it's going to require additionally millions uh, of dollars of of drilling on infill drilling. You know, drilling uh, between on spacings between 25 and 50 meters. And at this point in time, we believe that that's an expense that a partner would reasonably make to advance the project. And so we're trying to lay the groundwork, develop the targets, 
and, and in, in, in essence, prepare the ground for for the, the investment that, that a partner will make. And we want that investment to be very productive. And so we're prepared at this point to to make a, a modest in, investment to demonstrate the, the geologic concepts and to more clearly define the, the structures that exist within the Batman Driftfield Corridor uh, with the idea that uh, we know that uh, a partner would be uh, would be willing to make a significant investment in, in exploration to expand the resource and extend the life of the project. And, and that's part of our strategy to create value without significant expense to our shareholders. Got it. Thanks a lot for taking my question. That's all for me. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Your next question comes from Christoph. Rice, your line is open. Good morning, Christoph. Good morning, to, good morning Fred. Good morning to all participants. Uh, Fred, I have a question concerning uh, the partners. Uh, do you think uh, the travel restrictions are an advantage for the Australian companies uh, which are interested in our property? Because when they act fast, they can make the deal and kick off the competitors. You raise an interesting point, and that you know those, and not just Australian companies, but companies who have Australian assets have a distinct advantage because they're not restricted in the way that we are being in North America. They are already in the country. They do have to deal with the travel restrictions from to and from the territory within the uh, within the different uh, states uh, of Australia which are ever-changing as they respond to the, the COVID situation within the country. But your, uh, your observation is one that's very astute, that those who, those who have operations or, or uh, are based in Australia are not subject to the same restrictions as international companies, and therefore they, they can advance and, and move forward in this period of time when others may not be able to. Yeah, perhaps uh, this will be an advantage for us. It could be. Yeah, could absolutely. Be. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Nope. Thanks, Christoph. Once again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star one on your telephone. Actually, it appears that there are no other questions. So, with that, we will we will wrap up the call. We uh, thank all of you for your interest in being part of this call. This is, uh, we are very excited about the, the achievements of the, the second quarter and, 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 and in fact, the first half of 2021. We now look forward to, uh, you know, the, the, the drill results and uh, we expect that drill results will be announced every three to four weeks as the program moves forward. Um, and, uh, and we look forward to, uh, the completion of the, the feasibility study. I would just remind everybody that, uh, you know, I, I, almost all of our engineering is already at feasibility study standards. And the work that we're doing will complete all of that engineering to those standards. That's one of the reasons that we're able to complete the feasibility study in the time frame that we pro proposed that, and also for the, the, the relatively modest cost that Doug has outlined previously in the call. 
We've done a lot of work in the past to position uh, the Mount Todd project to be able to move forward quickly. I think that this is another manifestation of that previous work, the previous investment that's been made. We encourage all of you to watch what's going on. And uh, we, uh, we're excited about the work that's being completed and, uh, and look forward to being able to deliver the results of a feasibility study and ongoing uh, exploration results in, in a timely manner uh, over the course of the next six months. So thank you for your interest. Thank you for your continued support. And we wish all of you a very pleasant day. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes this conference. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.